0: Welcome to MP Critical, a podcast where my friends and I talk all things gaming, and I am here with Brandon, Christy, and David, and this week we're doing, spoiler warning, there's a full spoiler cast all about Kingdom Hearts 3. We've all finally finished the game, and we're here to talk about it, talk about our thoughts, talk about um, everything, everything pertaining to Kingdom Hearts 3, and I think to start it off, why don't we just talk about how we feel about the game as a whole? (laughs)
1: You <laughs> know, well, that's just a loaded question.
0: We okay, so give me, like, a, a, an easy summary of your thoughts of, of Kingdom Hearts 3, without going into too much detail.
2: I think that the weakest part of Kingdom Hearts 3 is the middle part. The beginning and the end are pretty solid, in my opinion, but the middle was where I felt there should have been more meat into the story. The middle just felt it was all filler. Uh, I think for me, the
1: weakest part was
2: uh, pretty much any non-Pixar
1: world. Um, I can agree with that. I just kind of threw more Sora in. Like, he's just kind of like a placeholder in these planets. Whereas, like, in previous games, he actually, like, provided some sort of, like, either drive for the story or difference to what happened initially. Here, he's just kind of like, background
3: fixture
2: i agree with that except for corona
3: i also yeah, yeah i was about to say corona corona, corona also also corona really well away. also to olympus coliseum to some degree as well because that was also very much about sora as well even if it was doing the hercules plot as well which what- to be fair i mean the hercules plot is like Kingdom Hearts has a history of just taking liberties with the Hercules plot. They take bits and pieces from that film and just do the plot that they want to do. So that one I kind of feel because, you know, Sora went there in the first place to, like, you know, try to regain himself. And while he didn't do that after the completion of that world, I feel like he um, learned some, like, important life lessons about, like, his strength and whatever. And, and, you know, there's no one way to get – there's no one way to um, get strong. There's There's other ways to do it, you know it's kind of stuff that he's de- that he's done before in the past, but I still felt it was important for his character. Okay, well, actually
0: really quick, before we deep dive into all of these details
3: <laughs> I really just wanted to know how you guys felt about the game as well. oh. a <laughs> whole. Did, did, did you have any more to say? Because uh, I'll give my thoughts and then when you're done. Uh, should we start that over?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> not keep go going. I,
3: I'm loving the conversation.
1: Don't stop. <laughs> Please. Okay, just kidding. Um, I mean, as far as further thoughts um the game also feels like painfully easy even for proud mode oh yeah
0: okay i will also agree with see, that. see i
2: don't know how i feel about that because i still think King 2 was a lot easier i still think kingdom mm-hmm. hearts 2 was a
1: lot easier as a whole but there are some boss fights man in kingdom hearts 2 that were intense roxas from final mix 2 gave me, like, fr- frustrations I guess, I like I,
0: Honestly, I, can, I still to this day cannot be Sephiroth and I finished Proud Mode and I'm not even good. So it's like uh like, this game is this game is pretty easy. <laughs> but uh, Brandon, please, your your thoughts.
3: Okay. So first I'll um piggyback after some things that the other two have said and then I'll give my own. So I agree with David that it still feels that this is yeah, this is definitely an easy Kingdom Hearts game. Um Nope. There's a few bosses that like put me to the brink, but you know, Kingdom Hearts three has this um, feature called the Kupo Coin, which um is basically an auto life from Final Fantasy, where you die once and it's used. I I've used it once, and that was just because I made a mistake in the Viram Rex game. Otherwise, I've literally not used it once in this entire game, and that's I that's it's it's really is a pretty simple game. There's only if in Kingdom Hearts two, Kingdom Hearts two, I guess if you didn't do like the secret bosses. Um, it was a pretty easy, like Christy said, but the difference is, is like I've been doing a few of the optional challenges, Kingdom Hearts 3, those feel a lot easier than the ones in uh, Kingdom Hearts I do agree.
2: The optional challenges are a lot easier, and I do wish that they... Uh, Brought back the Colosseum, yeah. I think we're just going to go more into that a bit later. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Um, we will. So my
0: my quick uh, impressions of Kingdom Hearts Three is that it is now one of my top five games of all time. I loved it a lot. I know I was just talking (laughs) mad shit, but like, guys, I love (laughs) Kingdom Hearts Three. It is gorgeous, first of all, and everybody knows I'm I'm a bit of a graphics whore. It is beautiful. Um, I think it has some very touching moments. Like, I literally teared up playing this game. I tear up at everything, but, like, you know, I tear up while playing Kingdom Hearts. I do think even on Proud Mode, like you guys said, it was really easy, and I do think it has a bunch of problems, but I also think it just has that, like, Kingdom Hearts has, charm, as Christy would say. Like, it has a heart. Exactly. It has that that inexplicable heart that just made me play this game uh, day after day for 50-plus hours, and um, I we I know we talked about this before in the chat, that I almost felt like I was playing Kingdom Hearts 3 a little too much. And I was like, okay, let me back away and play something else just because I would literally wake up, play that game all day, uh, go to sleep, wake up and play it even more. And I was like, okay, I'm a little addicted, but I loved it. I
2: loved it a lot that was actually me i haven't woken up at 5 a.m to play a game but with kingdom hearts 3 i would be going to bed at midnight and waking up at 5 a.m I so i could just play the
0: game by the way also while she has to work too so she's like playing at midnight and waking up to go to work after she bought it the japanese version and played for all of us anyway
2: so she, i did super, it was super great bad. i love the game Truth be told, I think I have two copies of the Japanese version and then what was it? Two copies of the English version. And oh it was a complete and total mistake that I had that I actually bought two copies of the Japanese version because I bought the digital version so that way I can play it on Thursday, mm-hmm. the week before it was released. And you also got a the, uh, physical, and,
0: I mean digital, I mean physical, sorry.
2: <laughs> yes. And then with a physical version, what happened was that I bought the ps4 pro Mm. through amazon japan and i did not realize that it came with the physical version of kingdom hearts 3 and so when i was like opening up my ps4 i was like oh oh. (laughs) so
0: funny story i didn't know that it came with it either i don't remember that being in the advertising anywhere
1: i Um, didn't either it was subtly there um it was weird. Each region, I think, got a different version of the game. So the U.S. Um, edition, I think, just came with a standard copy of the game. Mm. The Japanese one, I think, came with like that collection of every single Kingdom Hearts game, and I think um. the UK one came with the deluxe edition. Mm. Even though their deluxe is
3: mm. a different than ours. That's wow! That's bizarre. I didn't know. I didn't know. It had all those different variations. Oh man, neither did I. Yeah, every <laughs> everywhere got a slightly. Different <laughs>
0: so um now that we know how everybody feels in general about kingdom hearts like whoa hang on i'm sorry
3: i mustn't interrupt because i still have some general thoughts to oh go to ahead you. i'm sorry you scared me <laughs> yeah. don't do uh, that oh my uh, god before before i move on. i was like no oh. your horse i know i'm sorry <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry, I, I wanted to say because all I really talked about was like the difficulty of the game. Difficulty aside was I love this game absolutely like one hundred percent. Like I know we were talking before about how like um there's some pacing things like Honestly, I was just enjoying the ride, man. This is the first Kingdom Hearts game that's come out where every single Disney World that was revealed for the game was something that I had personal investment in, and that wasn't always the case with like past games. Like there's some Kingdom Hearts games that have come out a Disney world reveal is like I haven't really seen that movie or in rare cases I don't like that movie. With this with this game, Every single world that was being revealed, except for Tangled, which I ended up seeing a few years before um, it actually came out, was a world that was like, yes, this guy, this guy made it in. And I was so happy to just be in all the worlds. Even with some of the worlds, like, say, Frozen, for example, which I feel had the weakest of the plots in, the, in this game, I was still having a blast just going through these films and, you know, seeing all these different characters I, I was absolutely loving it. And like Jarrell said, when you got near the end of the game, when you got to the end of the game and you just saw all those different, um, all these different plot points from the from the past games just kind of converging, it was so great. I absolutely love it. Even if it was easy, you know, I had a great time. It was, it, was, it was about the journey, man. I enjoyed every part of the journey. And, yeah, that's my general thoughts, I suppose.
0: I had something to add that I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was something that you were talking about first, i think it was first that i am literally the opposite of you and that this was probably the one that had um my least amount of investment in the movies because i actually hadn't seen a lot of these films before um playing the game and i ended up watching a lot of them beforehand um so i actually feel the complete opposite of you and i had something to say and hopefully i'll remember it later but i don't
1: remember now
3: <laughs> I mean, if it comes back later, it'll. Yes, yeah, it, it, it's something...
0: I will say that
1: mm-hmm. this one kind of focused on strictly modern Disney films. Which yeah, a weird thing for me. Mm. The rest of them kind of had that nice balance of like oh, classic era Disney's.
3: Yeah, oh, what wouldn't be a modern Disney please. film in this, in this game? Hercules is the only one that I think because all the all really the rest. It. That's that's really it. Like. I'm, Except for, wait, except for Pixar, but Pixar itself being a Kingdom Hearts is completely new. So that in a way kind of feels, it's not quite modern, but like Pixar itself just being Kingdom Hearts is like the new thing, you know?
0: To me, I was actually quite disappointed, because um, I think you can tell that Kingdom Hearts 3 was a game that has been in development for quite a while based on the world choices, because, I mean, uh, Pirates at World's End is like a million years old. Um, It's not that old. At World's End, it's not that old. Oh, come on, yeah, what else is
2: in there? It really is. <laughs> it kind of is. Um, the original Monsters, so. Inc.
0: is like a million years old. Um, I think Monsters, Inc. is over. But that's still so but I that's but that's still on the first game. We're in
2: 2019. That was 18 yeah. years ago. I'm talking we're talking about a movie I think from 18 that years ago. It was a choice with how the plot was going towards. Uh, what do you mean? There's like narrative-wise. Some... Yeah.
1: Especially with how I mean (laughs) relates to emotions.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that I don't know if we should talk about this now or later, but I think that near the end it was interesting how San Francisco and at World's End that um what was it the direction where the scenario was moving towards it mentioned a lot about what it meant to have a heart and whether what was it?
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh
2: my I, goodness, what I you mean, uh, I, okay. I actually lost my train of thought now.
0: <laughs> but I get, what you're, I get what you're saying, and I actually agree. Like they were able to tie the plot in, and it makes a, a specific reason to have these worlds, no matter how old they are. I guess um, is how I would yeah, put that's it. true. Not essentially, what you're saying, but like the the, the whole fact of Baymax n- um, not having a heart and that being integral to the plot of Kingdom Hearts. Okay, I get that. I agree.
1: You've convinced me a little bit. I mean, that's kind of the case with Toy Story then, too. Based on what I we're mean, talking but,
0: about. but then if that's the case, you can literally do that with any Disney movie. Oh my god, these toys have hearts. Oh my god, Baymax has a heart. Oh my god, oh, everybody <laughs> has hearts.
2: Yay. Like, oh my god, I sound like I'm such a hater right now. I love this game, I'm sorry. Well, but I think what was interesting was that, what was it, in Olympus, I think Maleficent mentioned the black box. Oh my and god. And then after oh. that, sorry. and then it came back again at the the pirates Guys. with the black box again
0: okay let me say that and I, i'm veering off here but i gotta bring this up now because it was probably the most two there's two things i really really hated about this this game uh top two things one of them was uh how useless Kyrie was i said it <laughs> i was mad as shit I was like she's ready to fight she's ready to do something she did absolutely nothing she lifted a keyblade once and basically got murdered like I was like what? Kyrie? like you've been training for years girl like what is going on not years but like whoa it's not, yeah, that's whoa, not, it's not, not it's years that's not, it's not years but she had been training for so long with Axel or Lee and then I was just like so this is what you're gonna do you're just gonna come out here and do nothing great I am so disappointed I was ex- Kyrie was one of my favorite characters so I was I had such high expectations seeing her new Well, bear, granted, her haircut, her She was legs. training with Merlin. Yeah, but Merlin's like, I mean, come on, look at what he did in the end. That game. Merlin's like top tier. Well, first of all. Merlin didn't do anything. He just he was like,
2: Oh yeah, let me go to this nice cafe and have some nice tea with this book. Whatever. acts what was it, Lee and Kyrie, they need training? Whatever. Okay, fine, you're right. <laughs> well, Gensted yeah,
3: Yen- is the one that came at the end. But yeah, was I would say, you know, he came and clutched near the end. But why just the end? Like, why is Jensen literally just sitting around letting everything happen?
0: I hated how useless Kyrie was. I don't like. There's no convincing me. I I was so ready for her to be center stage with the trio, and she was the weakest link of all of them for me. She did. I was so
2: upset. I was disappointed too. I- but at the same time, I feel like it was already too late for Kyrie to have any development this late in the series. But
3: no, we had. Mm, no, like, I don't I think really it's was- that. I don't think it was too. It was too late. They could have done something. Now here is the thing: that scene where the scene that we're specifically referencing right now, where she did nothing. Like we, we thought, you know, you're you're having the fight with Sheon and Syx. Kyrie and, and, and X are on your party. You think, oh, yeah, we're finally going to fight with them. And, and then, then they this get scene taken happens. out. <laughs> like, they both right get then. taken out. And then Roxas and Shion come. And that's why that scene has me so mixed, because like, I love the fact that both Roxas and Shion are finally awake and that they're here and they're out there doing it. But at the same time... It's like it's it's like the scene. It's like the the scene with like Thanos. Yeah, like like it's like the it's like the Thanos line. Whereas it where it's like um, did you get what you wanted? Yeah. What did it cost? Everything. <laughs> 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 yeah, <Okay, laughs> that's great. <laughs> like, we got Axel we got Axel and and Kyrie shunned again to get more Roxas and Sheon time, which I love those two dearly, and I'm glad that they're back, and uh, it was a I, great scene I... to have them all back, but what did we we lost ah, we lost I would, prefer, I would have preferred Lee and,
0: and Kyrie like 100% to my other I got I got way too too
3: come back at all no nah, <laughs> I can't, I, can't, I, can't, I, can't agree with that. I cannot agree with that I got too invested in today okay. to not enjoy that scene that okay. is one of the few scenes in the game that got me to tear up so to see them come back together was like uh, very emotional for me so I mean that's but just so what I, I feel that because I kind of didn't so care oops yeah I'm sorry I'm sorry Sorry, agree to disagree. I cared way too much about Days. I can't, like, like. Say it again, well, David, because okay. you're really low. So
0: say what you said again. All right.
1: I love Days, but I think the problem with Shion and Roxas coming back is it takes these two tragic characters who are amazing because of how tragic their stories are and then throws it out the window. It's like, hey, they have this amazing story, and we invalidated it in two minutes. Okay, so I... I I don't think it's invalidated,
3: because it took us ten years to get to this point.
0: I agree with uh, David, all because I felt like, you know, having watched 358 over 2, because obviously I didn't play it, don't kill me, I watched it. But, um... Watching that, I was like, oh, this is so sad, but they've already, well, Shion specifically accepted, you know, that she's a part of Sora, and, like, it was such an integral moment where it's like, okay, we're going to lose them, but... Even when, when Sora is talking to Naminé and he's like, okay, you know, I, I plan on keeping my real memories. Like, I don't want to go through this bullshit. Like, all of that to me connected with uh, losing Shion and losing Roxas. So I, I agree. Bringing them back, I was just like, but why? Like, they're they're literally supposed to be a part of him. I don't understand the purpose of them being their own entities.
3: Like, they were nobodies. And now, like, they're somebody, but why? <laughs> exactly. <they> have- <laughs> No, nah, I disagree, because they had their own lives, even though they weren't—they're part of Sora, but they ended up having their own lives. But that literally and, takes away from but, them being part of Sora. Like, if that was the yes, case, why yes. would they even be a part of they, Sora? They, they, like, they, they were, the were born, they existed, they, they, they deserve to have their own life, I feel.
2: Well, yeah, but it takes yeah, away from the emotional impact of days and the yeah, story. No, about I days. don't think it
3: does. You got, you saw them die. You got sad, and then they finally got to reunite, and then you're happy that they finally got to reunite after all this time of being apart. No, I'm not happy because it they got rid of Kyrie
2: and Lee. So I'm not yeah, not Kyrie. that was my whole point. That my was work.
3: my whole point. You got something, in my opinion, you got something good out of it, but you also lost something important too. You you got one emotional moment and lost another potential emotional moment. So, okay, question for you, Brandon. Would you have preferred this if, like, if Lee and
1: Kyrie would have stayed in your party and actually had this amazing fight and scene there over, like, Shion and Roxas? Because I would have loved that ten times more. If it was okay. Lee and Kairi okay. giving me this amazing moment over, like, Shion and Roxas, who I was like, you just...
2: why? <laughs> okay. I, 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 I
3: felt
2: prefer. that Lee has more... <sighs> he has more to lose... I think there was more to gain with Lee staying than with Roxas and Shion coming back. Yes, I would have loved to have seen some type Absolutely. of interaction with Lee and Styx or Isa before <laughs> right? he he had to like leave they built him okay. up as such a big character i'm
0: sorry really so, quick they built him up as such a big character throughout like the kingdom hearts series at least specifically like he is the organization member that we all know if you even if you don't play the other games like you play two and you are here with lee you see him lose his best friends and even in kingdom hearts 3 we watch as he remembers Shion while he's talking to Kyrie. uh we have those moments of him and K- and that's another reason why i'm so upset because even in the previous we knew that that lee and Kyrie were going to be together and then in the game, we have these little moments where Kyrie's like, oh, "Oh yeah, you know my relationship with Sora. She's growing a relationship with Lee. These two are supposed to be like. I'm expecting this big grand finale for them because we have periodic moments where we get to see in on what they're doing, and we see their relationship forming, and they're talking about how they've been affected by the people in their hearts. Only for those people to just what come back and make it nothing,
3: just to kick them out. Go ahead. Okay, so let me answer the so let me answer David's question there. Uh, would I prefer would I prefer Whether I preferred um Roxas and Xian to the Kyrie Lee thing? So my answer to that is um I absolutely agree with all of you and that like um Axel and, and Kyrie should have had that moment, especially since they've spent so much time together in this um uh, in, in this game, you know, though they had all those scenes together. And for the fact that they basically just lost it at the end is very disappointing. As for Rox and Sheon, I will admit that because I do like those two characters, it was it was it was a cool moment to have them come back and like fight with you. That being said, how I would have preferred everything would have gone down is not for Axo and Kyrie to get completely shafted, and Rox and Shion to just come back later towards the end, so they don't take away from anything. <laughs> and I know you're going to disagree with me on that because, again, we're we're going back and forth with the whole you don't you, the, the really care about um, Rox and Shion, but that's just how I feel. I'm ha- I'm happy that they're back, yeah. uh, and but I just wanna, I just wish that them coming back didn't have to like um, ax those other two. I wish they could have just had it all basically, but we didn't I get do that. Have so to say.
1: And this is unrelated to what we've talked about before, but just for the sake of like what we're talking about here, if like we each went around and kind of said like what our experience with the series is, <laughs> like time-wise, like for me, like I played the first one like when it came out. Like I know we're probably all like trashing the series a little bit here, <laughs> <No>.
2: <laughs> but <laughs> okay. only because we love it so much. Criticism wait, 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 wait. Is a, t- is a form of love. Exactly, exactly. we love yeah. it so much, though, so it, it, so it's easier to nitpick.
1: But continue, yeah. David. I mean, like, for me, like, I played the first one when it first came out. I've been, like, anticipating every single one before it releases. Like, I damn near ordered a copy of Birth by Sleep from Japan because it came out early enough to where that was a big deal. Like, oh, that was for me, this series was a big deal. I'm, like, just trailing back a second. I love Roxas. Roxas, out of all the characters in my game, is one of my favorites. His ending was so tragic initially. And he just had this weight to him. I loved him so much so that his little, like, sigil is tattooed on my arm. Like... But for me, like, despite how much I loved him, him coming back was sort of, like, disappointing.
2: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> going off of that, with Roxas coming back, would Nominate coming back be disappointing to you, too?
0: So, oh... Honestly, I, I was confused really by that. I was because so like, like I'm sorry.
2: That when
3: nominate coming back nominate was, like, was very similar like, to what I. I'm sorry, I know her. her. Go ahead, you first. Go ahead.
2: No, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It was like a complete change of topic. I'm so yeah, sorry, I you guys. You disregarded my question. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, no. Literally, when I saw nominate, I
0: was like, "But why?" Like it's the same thing I said when I saw Roxas and she, and not because I don't love Nami, I do. But this was literally like the game is over and they kind of just threw her in there as coming back and I was like oh so everybody's just going to come back now this is, this is real Disney yeah.
2: everybody
3: except Sora but we'll get to that but, dumb, but that's, but that's cool. my
2: that's what I didn't like there's already too, the cast of Kingdom Hearts is already too big huge Yeah, and so with Roxas she on a nominate coming back like how are they going to be developed in mm-hmm. the future installments I mean I guess the same way Kyrie and Axel were
1: <laughs> off of the side and snubbed at the last minute yeah who <laughs> that, that's a painful thing to think about
0: but uh, we got super off track because my other thing because I, I had said i had two things that i hated so the second thing that i hated was um and i don't know how you guys feel about this so we can talk about this a little bit as well uh okay. how underused i'm all about how underused characters are how underused maleficent was I thought that she was mm, such a bitch. Yeah. Like mm. I no, was keep, like, keep talking, but when I she agree. came into the game and she was like, "Yo, I'm looking for this box," and I had just watched the uh, back cover thanks to you guys. So I was like, "Oh shit, it's the box!" Like she knows, and then she's like, mm, "It's in this. It's not here. It's in this time." And I was like, "Oh my god, she knows about time travel. She knows everything's going on." Like this bitch is ready. Like I am. I'm on her side. Like she was so cool. But <laughs> like every time somebody shows up, she's like, "You're so insignificant. I don't even care." Like there's a bigger picture here that I need to go deal with. And then in the very end, she is reduced to absolutely nothing as she watches the box and turns away. And I was well, go ahead. Go
2: that's ahead. my thing with Maleficent. I'm so sorry for cutting. No, go ahead. <laughs> jumping in. So that's my thing with about Maleficent is that over time, like in Kingdom Hearts One, she's seen as this like big bad evil villain, and so mm-hmm. you're like, oh my goodness, she's she's something. She's going to be this major. She's going to be this major villain. We're going to have to fight her and whatnot. Yes. But then throughout. The entire series, you're introduced, you're introduced to the organization, <laughs> yeah. and then slowly Maleficent, she just loses her importance into the story. So I. Every game. <laughs> I, like, I don't even know why she's even here anymore. And it's. Yeah, like, I was going to say that in, like, too. Like, like yeah. Yeah. up
1: distance when Van like, oh,
3: that old bitch.
1: Like, <laughs> no. I was 10 years ago, and that's it. Like,
3: <laughs> like she's <No>. red- <laughs> been. But- I feel like Maleficent and Pete have just straight up become Jesse and James from Team Rocket. Oh my god! In <laughs> oh like, and like the, first, the first episode of Pokemon where Jesse and James were introduced, they were this big threat because they're Team Rocket. Oh no, they're attacking the Pokemon Center. But of course, every single episode following that, they've just been a, a, a joke. It's like, I don't even know what Nomura wants to do with these two characters anymore. Because, <laughs> I like, feel like they're just
0: there for them. comic relief is what i feel like i don't think so i feel like okay so first let me say that i do think i i liked the way maleficent develops even if it was in the background pete is like useless like for like pete's just useless but maleficent went from you know big baddie she gets defeated she comes back and then she's like you know what um she's always that character that's like you know there's something going on there's more behind the scenes she is the person who's thinking about the future as opposed to thinking about the present as like a character and even even so we see this when she helps sora um in the big battle with the heartless and the nobodies in kingdom hearts 2 like she she realizes that there's more to what she can gain or more to the story than all these other disney idiots (laughs) i shouldn't say disney idiots that's not yeah um but like But even, even, she knows even more than the organization members, in my opinion. Like, they're, when they get together, they're like, yeah, so, you know, something about a box. And she's like, no, like, this box is serious and we need this. And she was literally used as the plot point to connect the box in the beginning that had absolutely no payoff in the end.
3: Whatsoever. Nope, nope. I feel like
2: the payoff for the boxes for the next saga.
3: Exactly. That's what I was going to say. So that's another thing I want to bring up real quick, since we're getting into that a little bit. But don't
0: put it... I'm sorry, then don't put it in like don't make it such a big deal for this one character and make it seem like we're going to get a resolution in this game like if if maleficent was not looking for the box and she was doing some other bullshit i would be fine with it but the fact that her entire character that has been developing has been devoted to this box that is supposed to be a big deal and it makes you think that she as a character knows what's going on because she knows more information than half the cast of the whole game and i'm like wow how does she understand this like how does she know this this lady is smart as shit only for me to just watch her see it and then turn away. Nah, unacceptable.
3: Go ahead. Yeah, no, that's what you said. Most of what I was going to say is uh, like, um, it's, it's a setup for the next game. But I feel like they spent too much time in this game setting this up for, yeah. like... Because, yeah, it's exactly like you said. It's being built up like you're going to get the payoff in the end. When in reality, it's just a payoff for, a, I mean, a built up for another cliffhanger. Which, you know, Kingdom Hearts 3, we all knew going in that this is the end of a saga, not the end of the series. So we knew that there was going to be some loose ends. Well, but the fact that I feel we like...
2: Going off of that, I feel like that not that many people, if you did not keep up with the interviews, I, a lot of people, they were surprised that there was really no resolution to the series.
3: Um, I mean, that's partially true. Yeah, I guess. Agree I mean, with that completely. I I agree. I agree. But there's a lot of, yeah, a lot of people like who thought the Kingdom Hearts 3 was good. There's a lot of people who you know, I'm sure did think that Kingdom Hearts 3 was going to be, like, the ending. But I know there's a lot of people who didn't. And I guess that's kind of more what I'm speaking to is the fact that, especially with, with the whole leaks and then them saying that the epilogue and the secret ending was going to be, like, um, released later. I guess, yeah, if you weren't paying attention to the interviews, but, like... If you were going to the game knowing there's a secret ending, then you knew that there's going to be more later. So, but my only only point I'm trying to make here is that I think they spent a bit too much time on plot points that were not going to get a resolution yeah. in this game. I agree, and and that's and that's my only issue really.
2: I think the issue was that Namura he just he just really wanted to finish this quickly. Then don't put. And the box I think he got it. bored. If you want to finish it quickly, don't put the box in
0: it. Uh, Well, I guess you have to because we saw it in back cover. But, like, it was, uh, like, it's so frustrating because I was like, okay,
3: but what's in the box? Back (laughs) cover, I just want to, I'm going to say this, too. Back cover, the entirety of that, didn't even, like, resonate too much with Kingdom Hearts 3. That was also, I think, setting up for this next saga.
2: Yeah, back cover did not, it, I I mean, it it, kind of covered some plot points of Unchained Kai, but it did not. Cover
0: everything. Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong, because obviously I haven't played all the games. Um, I just know, uh, thanks to you guys. Um, if I hadn't watched back cover, I would have absolutely no idea what the box was. Correct? Yes. Yes. That's, yes. That's correct. Also, if I hadn't watched back cover, I also wouldn't know about the um, the uh, the other uh, war. The foretellers, right? The, uh, yes, the foretellers. But even before that, the 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 warriors of the Keyblade warriors of the past that come and help you out in the
3: fight in that's the more, you uh, wouldn't that's have known
2: about ephemera
3: or exactly. exactly him at all Yeah, ephemera. had i not watched back cover oh, correct F- yes ephemers in back cover so yeah that, that's where, and that's for the other keyblade well that's more of a union cross thing but i mean you're pretty much no you pretty much know that back then keyblade worlders were a thing so union cross doesn't really even like tell you that much like oh keyblade world is just back then cool that's but, pretty much it
0: had i not watched back cover i'd know and i would know none of this
3: and the exactly only reason I know that is
0: because literally when my boyfriend was playing he was like yo thanks for letting me watch back cover because I had no I would have had absolutely no idea about half the stuff and I was like oh thanks to Brandon and Christy and David for making me watch it because I wouldn't have known either.
3: Um, but the thi- but the thing is like real quick before you before you move on is like even that I don't think was too like the whole scene where Sora is, is sees Ephemer and then they use the keyblades to fight the darkness that's a cool scene and that's a really good payoff if you did watch back cover or even if you played Union Cross but it's not entirely crucial to the plot. No. And even the foretellers, when they appear in this and when they appear in the epilogue, again, that's not much towards the plot of Kingdom Hearts 3. Again, that's more tying into the future. So even then, I would argue that back cover is still more relevant to what's going on forward than it is to Kingdom Hearts 3's main only plot. The reason
0: I'm going to disagree is because the black box became a main plot point. In this game, and which it shouldn't have, but um, you're right. Thanks to Maleficent, and then even in the pirates world, it was the main plot that they're looking for, and that black box right. is specifically tied to Back Cover. So you, I, I, I can't disagree. I have to say that you have to have known the importance of this box by watching Back Cover.
3: Yeah, you're right.
0: You're 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 right. Which makes the the payoff like uh, even <laughs> less uh, exciting. <clears throat> <Yeah. laughs> anyway before I move on anything you guys want to say about this before
3: we move on to some more positive things let's <laughs> <Well, laughs> talk about some positives let's get this let's because I love this game I want to talk positives <laughs> Yeah.
2: um all Well but besides that sorry just no, on, about please. it you guys are ready to talk about positives please I felt that the story had issues with the pacing mm-hmm I agree. Oh, absolutely. That I am like the beginning. I I like the pacing of the beginning and how Olympus did not really feel like a tutorial world, even though it was.
0: Yeah, that was great. Yeah, you you had a
2: sense of you had a sense of urgency to it. And then, but what I did not like was in the middle for the Disney worlds, like after, what was it? Toy box and monsters. You can definitely tell that most of the Disney worlds were just like filler. Oh man.
3: Mm, <laughs> I don't know. Frozen <laughs> felt like filler. I'll give you Frozen.
2: It was, yeah. It was. Like, I,
3: don't, I don't know about, I don't know about Monsters, Inc. Monsters, Inc. felt a little important. No, I like Monsters. Monsters was cool. I love
1: both Pixar worlds because they kind of felt like, really cool extensions to their already established world. Like, right. Mike and Sully just there hanging out on the scene, I believe that shit. Like,
0: Yeah. I, I d- I did not, it's a
3: sequel to Monsters, Inc. I, I ah. 100% yeah.
1: did
0: not, y'all. I literally was like, why are we here the whole time? And the only the only time I got payoff uh, pay in the Monsters world was when Vanitas came.
2: And I was like, "Okay, I I wish. Okay, I wish Benita's had more of a plot. Oh my god, this game! (laughs) Like, I felt like he was just in the background. He was, but." I don't know because I mean his,
3: his, he's he is a shadow of the after all. Him. him showing up and Sora now. Him showing yep.
0: up there literally had me like, Oh shit, this is the oh shit moment. Like, oh my god, like oh my god, like that I was I got that
2: reaction. I was ready for a boss fight.
0: And me too. Yeah, and then he was thrown in
3: that <laughs>
2: <laughs> to throw to the doors I'm sorry that was, that's <laughs> oh better God. than any boss
3: fight but getting it was awesome. doors and then getting straight <laughs> awesome, like, but that, that would have been a great. great way to end
2: that boss fight right <laughs> like, okay, I agree so, actually, <laughs> I agree David it that would have been, great. Great, actually. Agree, would've would've been, been great. great actually like a
1: reaction <laughs> like, command been like a to just great totally reaction like mm-hmm. silly toss what does this do speaking of boss
0: fights i thought and and this is also a little off topic but i really thought that all of the boss fights in san Francisco were way too easy uh especially the ending one i was just flying and shooting and it was over and i was like oh okay great wonderful and i know you disagree brandon but i i because
3: you you okay i'm gonna i'm gonna i just gotta say this you're objectively you're correct about the dark baymax fight but the thing is, and like with that entire fight, um, I'm gonna be as non objective as possible about that fight because, do you, okay, I'm, I'm gonna ask you, uh, Christy and David, both of you, do you remember years ago, back in 2014, when they first showed that artwork of like Sauron Baymax fighting the Dark Baymax? Is like, yeah, yes, you, you all remember that? Cool. So that so that was literally all in my mind when I was doing that boss fight. I lost all sense of like oh, is this boss too easy, or oh, is, this, is this a cool fight? I was just like, we're finally doing this fight after five years, and I was just so happy about it. And I just, like, just straight up didn't care about, like, any of its quality whatsoever. I was just happy about it. So I'm fully willing to admit that I'm wrong about everything about that fight. I just loved it. <laughs> oh,
0: wow, okay. Like, <laughs> I appreciate uh, that. The I mean, walk
3: correct, it sucks. I loved it
1: anyway. As an aside, it's kind of cool that something that was, like, direct from concept art became, like, fully realized in the game like that
3: right that's like, a cool idea yeah right it, it felt like another it felt like another payoff to me that just for me that that's all
0: so yeah any more any more uh negatives before we move on to the positives
3: bonita's the ultimate negative like... <laughs> literally
2: so okay so my negative is that i've been reading online that there has been some slight tr- translation differences between the two versions. Yeah,
3: I read that. Oh, I think I know which one you're talking about. Go ahead and elaborate I think I know what you're talking about.
2: So, I know that I read online that at the very end, where Benitez is defeated, he says something completely different, or it's elaborated, or... Hold on. It's a lot clearer in the Japanese version than it is in the English version. Like in the English version, he says, oh, I am darkness. And that is basically it. Yeah. But in the Japanese version, he elaborates and he says, well, since Ven and Sora, they're truly aligned with light. Then, therefore, he should be aligned with darkness because he is their shadow. Yeah, and like I think it was also correct me
0: if I'm wrong because I, I think I read the same thing. It, it was also that he has to be who he is so that they can be who they are, so, essentially.
2: Yeah. Yep. And then I think that he also goes on to line. say that in the end, it's like as long as they get stronger, then he'll get stronger too.
1: Right? Well, that would have been really cool. I don't remember.
0: Um, but I, So, Christy, did you see the other one where they were talking about, um, I don't know if any of you had seen it, when they were talking about the explanation that uh, Xehanort gives in the end?
1: Yep, I saw
2: that one yes. too. Yes, I saw that one. But it's
1: been a while since I've seen it. Same. <laughs> I don't care about any of this, so please enlighten me. I can't. Uh, you I would be you wrong. Some- <laughs> like I can't. I, I'll have to tell you after the podcast. I'll, I'll send you links because I don't want
0: to say it and be completely incorrect. Okay, <laughs> let I mean, me go look it up.
2: Well, let wait, me wait,
3: look wait, it up. No. wait, I remember. I can. I can. Oh, try. I can. There you can go. Do Brandon's it. got it. Okay, so yes, the whole thing. Zaynor's whole motivation behind the entire saga is that he felt he feels that. Light and darkness should be in balance. No side should overpower the other. He chooses to go in darkness because Ericus goes into light and he feels that there's too much light in the world so that he would see a balance. And his natural curiosity about um, starting the whole Keyblade War, uh, um, you know, People fighting over the light, people fighting over darkness. He wants to see the world reset, essentially, because he feel the mistranslation. The English version was that he wants yes. to create a pure, a pure and bright world. When in reality, in the the, the, in the original Japanese, it was more along the lines of he wants a world that's clear so that he can govern light and darkness so they can be equal so that one side will never overstep the other.
2: Yeah, he wants like the world to be reset into a blank state
3: yes yeah, so a blank state not bright state like he says in the english version pure and bright is what is the word he uses in english when it's reality it's more like no blank so that he can make light and darkness walk hand to hand and not one overpowering the other
0: so this is also totally off topic but i only used my Koopa coin once and it was really stupid because, <laughs> because uh, sorry I just thought about this and I, I would like to rant about this the portion where you're using where you have to like hit triangle to use all the keyblade wielders from uh, the other game to help you defeat oh, the darkness Jesus. so apparently you have to move and was
3: like uh, I was literally reading the names on the side to see if I Same. knew anyone. And I not my getting getting coin because I actually moved but like, I, I was taking hit. so much damage because oh, I wanted my to see gosh. if I name made it <laughs> and And it didn't I was so upset
0: I died and I was like what just (laughs) happened (laughs) <laughs> like why did i die and then i came back and i was like oh you have to move oh why well, would this. this is
2: too much this is confusing i'm trying to read it i almost died there too oh, because so i was like it. oh i'm just i just need a hit oh wait i, have to, I can move oh, oh oops
0: <laughs> worst explanation ever also program. okay
1: but that kind of leads into something else i feel like certain things weren't explained very uh, well at all uh like yeah mini games I was playing with someone else at the same time and they were like hey this isn't explained very well oh wait this is what they're supposed to do I had no idea I was going back to play later and I'm like this is what I'm supposed to do I had no idea
0: But yeah, the only reason I figured out what it was was because it was kind of like one of those generic games that you kind of already know how to play. But I completely agree. I was like, what? Like, I read it and I was like, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. But okay. And it was also useless. Just like the, the, end of, the end of the world, I think it is, was so when you have to go collect your little swords. I was like, why am I doing this? That's a-
3: yeah, I agree. I was there was wondering. too many Soros to collect. That, that like the the novelty of that idea was pretty cool to collect Soros to regain yourself. But I was like, but there's too many oh of them. God.
0: I just I felt like it was such
1: a what? Okay, random aside, y'all. I'm playing now. Ultimate weapon equipped, level 99, just for explanation's sake. And that final portion of the the, the first part of the final battle, when you fight all the, the Xehanorts, um, if you mm-hmm. use the, the shotlock, they're dead in two seconds. Oh, <laughs> oh that's
2: really? wonderful. Okay, so I, I can think? never get... Okay, random thing, but I can never get that shot lock to activate. How do you do it?
1: Okay, so what? that red reticle, that kind of spins. you wait until oh. it lines up with the smaller red circle. It'll say max, and you just press X, and it just clears the whole area. For ultimate weapon specifically? Yeah, just her ultimate weapon. The rest of them don't work that way. The rest of them... Okay. Just... Like when you, you said that, I was like, what?
3: Yeah, I just Okay, I got confused for a second. I was like, wait, not?
1: <laughs> I was so okay. shook just now.
0: But oh, yeah, man. I think this just goes back to the pacing of the game, because I was, like, everything was ramping up towards the end, and then I guess Sora essentially dies, and then you have to go collect the parts of him, and I was like why why like i please someone explain to me what the purpose of that was because i still don't
3: understand yo shout out to the fact the sword died three times in this game oh my god right (laughs) (laughs) three times once once in the caribbean second time in keyblade graveyard (laughs) third time in scala like why does this keep happening no
0: (laughs) also uh so i was asking if anyone could explain the purpose of us having to stop all the uh, end game stuff to go collect sora to bring him back i just really thought the, that entire portion was pointless um okay, and it, i actually really like that though really i to me it literally broke the pacing of like oh shit oh shit oh shit oh he's dead oh great like i want to get back into this game and instead i am just
1: flying around for the next 15 minutes Um, and I kind of like that it broke the pacing because it kind of made you like stop and think about what was happening around you. And then you have that weird random cutscene that you can miss with that heart that doesn't know who it is. And I don't know who it is, but it was kind of cool just to sit there and like talk to it randomly in the middle of this. Like you said, oh, shit moment. I'm talking to this heart that is giving me random backstory.
0: I thought that was cool. And I thought being able to talk to all the other things around was cool. I thought having to go collect like three hundred of me was not I no. Cool, yeah. <laughs> like I don't wanna do this. Literally, I was like, I don't wanna do this. I just wanna talk these things and you know, talk to talk to charity and go. I don't wanna be stuck doing what I'm doing. And it was really just annoying to me. But that's just me. So yeah, I hate it. hey I'm sorry, yes, anything else you guys didn't like?
1: Um mm. as a collective we didn't like. I mean, this is just something that I personally was disappointed about. I wish that some of, like, the classic Kingdom Hearts keys would have made appearances in this game. Just because there are a couple that are so, like, integral to the story, like Oathkeeper and Oblivion. I would have loved yeah. to have wielded those at mm-hmm. some point and see what kind of transformations that could have had or okay. whatever. do we, we been, hold whatever.
0: dual wield at all in this game, right, David? No. 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 I, thought, I thought, like, it,
3: The, it, the arrow wrong. guns, but, yeah, it's... It doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count. And Roxas also had Oathkeeper and Oblivion. <laughs>
2: That's very true. Which is more reason why he shouldn't have came back. <laughs> oh my god!
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> that just felt like a Dang. quick passion to make everyone happy. Like, oh wait, everyone's back, y'all. You want your character, you get your character. We all get our characters. <laughs>
2: Except, guess what? You don't get Oathkeeper or Oblivion. Ha ha! <laughs>
0: so talking about things that we liked one of the things that I loved in this game and probably my favorite which ended up making her one of my favorite characters was uh, bringing Aqua back and yes. um, playing as her oh, gosh, and I was just her- like oh this is just so great but um, so another thing that I didn't like uh, and this isn't the game it's just Square Enix advertisement and I, I know we talked about this in chat as well um, I feel like they showed us a lot of stuff happening like when when uh, Donald used uh, Zeta Flare, whatever it's called. I was oh, like, yeah. Oh, I already yes. know how this ends. And we got like, show
3: we got shown way too much in those trailers.
2: I I felt that if you kept up with the English or the Japanese promotion, you were shown a lot more than mm-hmm. what was necessary. Yeah. Because I remember that they debuted the Soren Aqua fight in, what was it? Was it TGS was when they yeah.
3: debuted it? They... There's no reason we should have seen that. There's no reason. The, yeah. Same thing
0: with, and I know this was like, and I, I get it because it was a lot of hype when Aqua turns around and she's like, Mickey, you're too late. And everybody's like, oh shit. And I think the hype really worked, but. I just wish that I hadn't personally hadn't seen it um, because I feel like that would have been such a like because all before that Aqua was like you know I got hope and blah 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 and then when that when that moment hits I was like damn this would have hit me so hard had I not already seen it before
2: I agree yes completely. yeah
1: despite how much emotional impact that scene had for me regardless I mean I she Aqua is one of my favorite characters of the series so bringing her back was amazing yeah. That uh,
0: <laughs> it's probably one of my favorite parts. Uh, as a matter of exactly. fact, I think that the game, the game really became my favorite game uh, towards, uh, honestly, towards the end when I just got to kick ass and I know. All the characters.
2: I honestly, I wish that after you finished the game, I wish that the game actually started back at the very end of San Francisco, so that way you can go and do that Aqua Cross fight and just, like, yes. and just yes. do all of that over again because that was honestly my. F- out uh, of the entire game, I think that entire section at the very end is my favorite.
1: Yes. Everything relating to Aqua was amazing to me.
2: <laughs> and even then, just playing as Aqua was great. I mean, yeah, yeah. I just like just- I wasn't expecting that. I already I was like, oh yeah, we're just gonna be playing as Riku, but then it's like, wait, what? Then Aqua Riku? too. <laughs> And the Land so of
1: Departure was so gorgeous. Oh, it so was, man. Oh, like, yes. If I could have just gone back there to walk around and grab a single treasure chest, I would have been perfectly okay with that. Yep,
3: Yep. like the final world, yeah, it's the same thing. I wish we could have done that,
1: actually. Yeah, because it was just so beautiful. I was in awe. Like, I teared up the second we saved Aqua. The scene where she's restoring the Land of Departure. Oh, my amazing. goodness.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, okay so by... This blew my mind, but out of the entire series, I thought that Sora was wearing a short sleeve shirt. And so when the wind was blowing and it revealed that what he's wearing (laughs) sleeves, what is this?
1: I think there's like a picture of him for, I want to say Kingdom Hearts 1 Final Mix that kind of shows his like hoodie kind of sliding off. And you can see that he has no sleeves underneath it.
2: It just blew my mind. Like the entire time, I thought that he was wearing like a V V-neck T-shirt. No, I was not expecting a sleepless top. What is this? The fashion okay.
1: choice is questionable for the weather. <laughs>
0: So one of the other things um, that uh, I so I had been one of those people that was advocating for everyone to play Kingdom Hearts just because like even if you didn't know the story I was like just enjoy it as a game it's a fun game it's got great mechanics it's beautiful you've probably seen the Disney movies and it's just great to go through them with a new perspective or see you know where where this game takes those stories and so I did convince a few people to play the game just off of that and once I finished it I was like. I probably should not have done that, because um, the best, like we were saying, I think the best part of the game was, uh, after San Francisco, the payoff for everything that um, fans had been waiting for, and honestly, if you hadn't played anything before that, it is pretty much just what is going on for the second half of the game, which I think is the best half of the game. So, it just, to me, that was another kind of disappointment. I kind of wish that, even even if you watch the um, the little, what are they called, the videos? Memorandum. Yeah, the little yeah. movies. They were so. And I know there's there's only so much you can do, and I, I'm just complaining for complaints' sake. Um, but I just wish that that the Disney World had the levity and like the levity of the second half of the game. I wish that they were more um I don't know I just wish I don't know but at the same time I just thought they were beautiful and big and I spent so many hours in Toy Story like and it was gorgeous and I just I loved it but even still I I prefer the and oh my god San Francisco is freaking huge and so is the Pirates World and there's so much to explore but I just wish that I wish the whole game had that same feeling that I got from the second half I don't know
2: I felt that part of the issue was the fact that we only stayed with Sora and that Sora, his mission was to go to mostly the Disney worlds while Riku and Mickey, they had, they went to the dark world. I felt that for some stories, it would have worked better if Riku actually visit the place instead. Like with Arendelle, I felt like the story would have been better if it was Riku instead of Sora. Does that make Sense. Yes, I agree with that. Oh my god, yes. So, just yeah, yes. If, if just because he
3: to the Disney worlds instead of um just Sora, basically.
2: Yeah, but also it's like there are some characters that like with Elsa, Riku knows where she's coming from. Exactly. That she has to hide her power her and whatnot. Yes. I felt like it would have there would have been more payoff with him visiting Arendelle than Sora. Bruh, Axel as a pirate, give it to me. Oh my god, <laughs> yes. Axel and the
3: Whoa, ones. hold on. That's a good. <laughs> I, whoa, that's a great idea. Yo, can we can we go to back to uh, Caribbean and do the On Stranger Ties but just be Axel instead? Which
0: okay, another <laughs> another issue that I have oh, is Axel and his use use. Usefulness in this game because he was essentially a boss fight more than once in the series, and he's reduced to Kyrie having to jump in front of him after training. After he's already like, I understand he just got a Keyblade, I get it. Like, I know he doesn't know how to wield it, whatever. But Axel's supposed to be stronger than this. I and y'all just no, that's my boo. Axel's bae, Like, he is one of my. Bae.
3: <laughs> like, okay, and, that's a positive uh, I want to say about about it. While it's a shame what happened to him after everything, his Keyblade style was so sick. And not only that, and not only that, um, I, I watched a video this morning about like um, someone just did a video where they showed all of Kyrie and Axel's moveset. Like just did, in that first part of the battle, they didn't fight at all. They just like had the gummy phone aiming at them, seeing what kind of moves they do. Axel, like his keyblade, can he can form change them into his chakrams for range attacks. I'm like, oh, my God, it would have been great if he had more time to use it. But while they but for as long as he did was using it, it was so cool <laughs> for the two <three laughs> seconds before he got kicked out. Yeah, it was yeah. so cool. I can't wait. To, Although, I cannot wait to see that more in the future. Just I think,
2: imagine. we would have gotten more if we didn't get Roxas <laughs> and <she> on <got> back. <laughs> I knew you yeah.
3: going to Can you it. imagine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Roxas is cool and Axel. Damn, what's up? Oh, don't go there. We're not we're doing not this, Like <laughs>
1: Don't um, go there. Okay, so something that I think was a little disappointing was kind of like how Christy said, you know, Riku and Mickey just go to the dark world. They just go to the beach and then die twice. Like I know. What <laughs> like, significant the how okay. even have in this game besides being in the background like Lee and Kyrie were? I feel like they
2: just kinda like everyone's great in the sidelines. <laughs> like, okay, so so when they were like, Oh yeah, Rico and Mickey will go and retrace Aqua Step," I was like, Oh great, this is so cool. We're going to go through like the Disney Worlds had Aqua visited in two point eight. What do we get? No, we get this this thing where they go to the beach and they Wait. died and Rika got a haircut for some reason. The first time. Wait a minute, Why
3: would they? Why would they go to the Aquas World? Those worlds won't don't exist in the Dark World anymore. Oh,
2: shit. Lure it up. I don't Ooh.
3: know. But like, oh. cause, cause. Because as cool, as cool as that would be, because I thought that, too, like, oh, yeah, Riku's going to Dark World. It's going to be so great. He's going to have time in the Dark World. I was like, but will it be, though? Because now everything that would have been, been interesting about the Dark World is just not there anymore. Aqua oh, got it all I'm before sure it's I'm sure there could
1: have been some worlds in the darkness. We could have had some. Yeah. That. Arendelle in the darkness would have been really cool because it would yes. have been narrative-wise. If, would have Because if Riku's like, hey, what's this frozen thing that looks like it's covered in darkness? Oh, shit kind.
3: That's kind of That's kind of <laughs> how I, that's kinda, that's kinda how I fend, felt actually When we were in the um, Labyrinth In the Frozen world As fillery as that Labyrinth was I loved that Because that's exactly What you're just Describing to me right now La- the, the icy Frozen Labyrinth Felt like what Frozen would have been If I mean Arendelle Would have been If it was in the Dark world Because the music Was so beautiful Yet dark and ominous And it was okay. like Arendelle was in the Dark world Because I fell off That stupid ass Mountain three times and I was like <laughs> I, this,
1: is, this
2: is I, no. I know like, you climbed climb the Mountain three times I like to be, like, kicked off of it.
1: Yes. Yeah, It's a dark world in my heart. And in my heart, everything's real, so. <laughs> there
0: you go. So I do have a question, guys. Um, maybe you guys can answer it, because I was having this conversation with someone, and it was never answered. Larxine, who I also love. I love Axel and Larxene and Aqua. Like, they're top three. Um, in the end, um, when she's, when she's uh, disappearing, she says, and, you know, help me Oh, it's here. like, the, it's
2: her secret? Yeah. I'm sorry. What is her secret? <laughs>
0: Was it? Oh, that that's she a good. Just, oh, actually, I, I, thought, thought, I thought that it was just that she like didn't want it because t- from what I got from it was that she just didn't want to be like alone and like these were kind of her friends, even if they're kind of like shitty <laughs> friends. Like this is all she. Has, well, it's and she explained
2: in Kingdom Hearts Union Cross.
0: Oh, explain yep. to me, please because i i was like oh or maybe i was like oh my god my little baby's a lesbian and she's got a little girlfriend
2: and like i don't know i was
0: just my mind was going i don't know please tell me what what's up with well up?
2: well scene and the nameless star in the final world they all tie back to union cross so pe- so players who who have been I like actively keeping up with the story for Union Cross, that's their payoff too. Is that they're like, oh, we know what's going on. Oh, this nameless star could be this this character. Basically so, I,
3: basically she's I think, uh, Yeah, go ahead.
2: I think Brandon can explain a bit more since he's more up to date about the story than I am. But Yeah, all it that really was, is
3: all it really is is that um I think so so so, Darrell, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask you if you remember this because this is something that you had brought up in our chat as well. You remember the scene where Zemnis talk, talks to Demix, Luke Sird, uh Larxene and Marlowe said you're you have the ancient Keyblade history. Yes.
0: Oh yeah. And I was like, oh my god, what does that mean? Yes, I remember that too.
3: Yeah. So basically, it just relates to the fact that those four Luke Sird and Demix to as well. Apparently, even though we haven't seen them yet in Union Cross, but. Specifically, um, Marluxia and Arena and their, I'm sorry, Larxene, in their past life was Larium and Alrina, who were like Keyblade wielders that existed back in the ancient times. So how they exist in the present, I guess, is a question that will be explained later. But they were those two are like total buddies. And I think she might have even felt something more for Marluxia than beyond just buddies based on her um, demeanor. But uh, I guess we'll see. So essentially, I was like,
0: so yeah, it's just that she kind of wants to like hang out with
3: her peeps. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's all. But she didn't want to admit it. Okay, go, okay, go. Okay.
2: But the one thing I did love about Kingdom Hearts 3 was the loading screen and how it's like that faux Instagram like page. Uh, yeah, I love so all the memes that. that came out from it. <laughs> <laughs> and David and I, we were talking about this, and we're pretty sure it's Charity that's been taking all the pictures. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> because there are some scenes that you're like, true. hmm, I'm pretty sure that. Sora or Riku or kyrie they would not be taking a picture of this it has to be somebody else <laughs> So speaking of um, cute things and things
0: that we like, I, I think it was a GameStop article that I was reading that talks about the redemption of Donald Duck in the Kingdom Hearts franchise. And I totally agreed with it. I think that Donald yep. in this game, um, I didn't need to get asked for healing. He was on point. I was healed throughout <laughs> I know. the game. I was like, Donald, what's going on? I like this. And also he, uh, for me, had a lot of the funniest lines and like the best comebacks. And uh,
3: Goose, This is the best Donald's like, ever been.
1: It, it really is. I was like, you know, the same for- Goofy, though. Yes, I, I was going to say Goofy, Goofy as well. Goofy was
3: so smart. Goofy was coming in clutch every Goofy, time. He Goofy has low key always been smart, especially since he he's in the genius. time.
0: Like, he knows exactly what's going on. Like, okay, Goofy, please lead us.
1: Clearly, I'm not fit for this job. (laughs) Right?
0: He really. I mean, honestly, though, like Sora, Sora really is not. Which is why, and I, I, this is another complaint that I have. But this is just like a trope that happens when your hero character has to go off on their own and be stupid. And I was like, literally, Sora, you realize that you're dumb as fuck, And, and like, if you go by yourself, you're gonna die. And you know what happens when he goes by himself? Like, he dies because he's an idiot. So when he when he tried to leave behind Donald and Goofy, I was like, please no. Which. Another thing that I feel like is not touched upon is how, um, and I talked about this too, how important the relationship between Sora, Donald, and Goofy is in this game. Because when people say the trio, you know, they're talking about the Destiny trio. But when I think of the trio, I feel like Sora has literally spent, at this point, way more of his formative years and time with Donald and Goofy. And they've gone through so many adventures. And the, like, even in the very end, um, when we do lose Sora and, you know, Kyrie's there with him, I'm just like... My first thought was, like, damn, how do Goofy and Donald feel? Because I feel like they would be as devastated, if not possibly more so, because Sora's been missing in Kairi and Riku's life in, like, a significant way for a very long time. And in all of that time, he was with Donald and Goofy. So I wish that there was more of um, a—and I love that they were with us in the very end. Um, yes, they I up. agree. I was like, "Thank God," but like, I have they're mixed here. feelings
2: about that. Really, me and
1: Christy agree on mm-hmm.
2: this. <laughs> I, I have mixed feelings about that. I felt like it went better with Riku and Aqua at the very end instead of Donald and Goofy, just because out of the entire cast, Suzanne Nord has hurt it has been, like, Riku, who he possessed, and also Aqua, who he practically, like, possessed Terra's body. But this isn't about... And destroyed Ven. But, okay, I agree. Aqua
1: and Riku have so much more significance to... Xehanort than Donald or Goofy, Donald and Goofy are just Sora's companions. I agree. Sora almost has zero significance so, for but this
0: is so that's what I was gonna say. I agree, but this is Sora's story, and with it being Sora's story, I think that his two best friends should have been there with him in the end, and I think it was the right choice. But I do agree that like they, uh, Riku and Aqua, uh, essentially Aqua probably has way more invested in this
3: than all of them. Um, so I, okay. I, I, I want, go ahead. I want to say this because. I'm actually, I'm actually in agreement with both of you, and I and I'll tell you exactly how I think this whole thing should have gone. Because Jarrell is right, because Donald Govey had been with her at the beginning, so I absolutely love the fact that they were there to the end. But what David and Chris are saying are absolutely valid. That. All of these Keyblade Wilders have a reason to want to take down Xehanort, and they should have gotten their chance to. So what I would have preferred, and, you know, this is the big big, um, finale for the whole um, Xehanort saga. I think, you know how when we were fighting um, all the different 13 organization members, you had, like, different party members you were going forward? I think it should have been. I think it should have been a thing where you're fighting Xehanort. you know, he already had he, these different forms. Anyway, these different phases. Um, I think it should have been that there would have been a rotating party members for that, and Donald Goofy at the very end because they really should have gotten their chance to get something as Xehanort. Terra, especially Aqua. Um, they all had reason to go after him, but uh, but they kind of didn't get it, their chance to. They got to get parts of him, but they didn't get chance to get the big guy. I think so. it's okay because this is Sora's saga and like yeah. they've been with it, him it. since day one in the um, end I, I i would i'm i'm more on the side of down and goofy but i would have preferred they, they would have gotten something too but you know but I, I, yeah. I like i do see y'all point and i, I actually agree like aqua should have been able to kick his ass because
0: like he's been she deserves it they, they like like this is she definitely should have had that moment um but also i, I think that that would have also been weird because riku and uh, uh, riku and Sora sure but like aqua and Sora like they don't essentially know each other at all Right? But, well, they kind of do, but. Like, he finds I mean, out about Aqua, like, basically in this game, and he's well, like, he oh, this before. is her. He, they, they
2: met before, but back and forth by sleep.
0: Yeah, but he doesn't remember. Right. Right? So, that doesn't count. <laughs> he doesn't remember. He has no idea who she is.
2: <laughs> but, but, even then, still, Aqua, she's more invested into taking Xehanort down just because he did hurt two of her friends and also Ericus. Yeah, I
0: agree with that. I just, I personally just think as this being Sora saga, I think it's a very fitting way to go out knowing that sort like, this is the end of Sora. I am very happy that um, Donald and Goofy were <laughs> by his side. Of About that. Oh.
2: <laughs> About that. If, if you have kept up with the Japanese interviews tech, I think Namura did state that kingdom hearts will be Sora's story.
3: Yeah, he did say that. (laughs) So
2: Sora will always be the protagonist of Kingdom Hearts, no matter what. Elaborate. So (laughs) even though we know that the end, that Sora is gone, if you kept up with the interview and actually read that interview before playing Kingdom Hearts 3, you would have known that, oh, well, Sora's not really dead. They're going to find a way to revive him for for what was it, Kingdom Hearts 4, whatever the next Kingdom Hearts game will be.
0: Um, yep. Yeah. So, so another question then, uh, because I haven't played The World Ends with You, and every time I ask this, nobody answers me. So I'm going to ask out and put you on the spot right now. The plot yes. of The World Ends with You is you in Shibuya Station, dead, trying to come back to life, right? Yes. yes. And Sora is supposedly in Shibuya Station in the secret video, right? Cross
1: I think.
2: Yes. So, like, okay. Thank you. Well, but to elaborate on that, um, David, have you finished The World Ends With You final mix or final remix yet or no? Uh,
1: Working on the final remix, uh, almost finished with uh, Beats Week or Beats Time as partner.
2: Because there's an ending that I want to tell you guys because I read up about it that it completely makes sense as to why Sora's (laughs) in The World Ends With You Shibuya. And I can't say it because David hasn't finished it. I, I don't want to ruin. <laughs>
3: and I don't want to hear it either. To be honest, because I, 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 I would want to play it eventually. So,
2: Brandon, well, get we gotta play it, the ones with get you. On I, I
0: literally I, just put it in I will, play it,
3: but I don't want to hear it now. I'm sorry. No, yeah, no, no, it's fine. I, I, I'm, but we, we
0: gotta play it. We gotta play it. We will. We I mean, yes,
3: we
0: but there's something about the ending of.
2: <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah something about the ending of the final remix for the ex- for what was it for the new scenario it makes sense as to why is and shibuya that's all i'm going to say it makes okay. sense
3: all right
2: well does it make sense why riku's
0: and Verum rex does anybody know why i have someness mixed with daily beloved like what is going on does anybody understand i really want to play this game really badly give it to me I I am so down for Riku being a Final Fantasy y'all like like, yes and he can even date the Varam Rex dude I don't even care I ship them. I
2: feel like it's Nara being salty. Oh.
0: <laughs> Although they do look like <laughs> twins, I was like, I mean, they're the same person. Like Riku is the kid. I love her. how they
2: mention it too. They're like, oh yeah, that pose—that's oh, pose. so- more Riku's pose.
1: <laughs> yes. yes, Oh my god, if Riku would have gone to Toy Story even for a minute. That would have been great for Rex to just freak out. You oh know. yeah, Rex.
0: Rex would have lost his mind. Now we're back to uh, why we should have had uh, them exploring other worlds instead of Sora. <laughs> great. This marks the end of part one of our Kingdom Hearts episode. Come back for part two next week.